Hey, this is the Hard Truth of Tony Schaefer, powered by Sig Sauer, Never Settle. I had a choice of what I carried in combat. I carried the best. The best is Sig Sauer, Never Settle. Always have a Sig available if you need a weapon. And we are on the America Out Loud talk radio network, also available on the America Out Loud podcast network. Check us out. Project Sentinel, projectsentinel.net, and the London Center for Policy Research, londoncenter.org, and on every known social media site on the planet, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Rumble, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm ex- excited to, to be joined today by someone I admired from afar a long time because he's been uh, an amazing analyst of things that people just don't see sometimes. And so we're joined today by Andrew from Run, Don't Walk. Andrew, welcome to The Hard Truth with Tony Schaefer. Hey, Tony. Good hey, to- Andrew. Yeah, and and uh, I have to say that uh, my everyday carry is a P365. So I, you know. I got one right behind me. Good, good <laughs> on you. So you should come shooting with us at six hours sometime. I don't know where you live, but, you know, we, we oh, do try fun. to go up. And they have a great experience center uh, that's, like, amazing. I haven't been there yet. Last time we were there, they were just finishing it up. So we we had to look longingly at it from across the road, unfortunately. So oh wow, that's that sounds very. I'm gonna have to take you up on that. We'll have to do. Look, uh, we're we're gonna be announcing some stu- stuff on that soon. So I'll I'll keep you in the loop on that because we're some other gonna have a, have another special guest join us up there sometime soon. So um, without further ado, uh, I got to ask you: Are we at an inflection point? <laughs> Uh, according to Joe Biden, we've been point for uh, for like the last decade and a half. So, so yeah, I think we are. Where it's you know, I I hate that term. It you know, it's, it's I know. a political term, but in politics, everybody's like, oh, well, it's 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 like a a a big change coming or a change is happening. It's like. No, not really. I mean, it, the, everything's always changing. Politics. So, well, y- you do a brilliant job of laying out every time he says it. I mean, I'm, I don't know if you ever you could catch every time he said it. He said it so many times. I mean, I think oh, yeah. he probably would have had a five-hour, you know, gone with the wind level episode of, of mm-hmm. all of them saying it. With that said, you pick the best and you you kind of break it down. In, in one case, he's saying it's physics. In another case, it's mathematics. I mean, uh, holy cow! And then and then he starts talking about when you're driving, you know, uh, and by the way, I I found out last night, I hate to say this, he's right. I actually got stuck in a loop of two degrees and I was in Norfolk driving in circles for like three hours last night. So apparently if you only go two degrees and you can't get off of it, you really are at an inflection point and you get get stuck on the beltway, you know, Joe Biden basically says, you know, if you, it's an inflection point is like when you went, like you're, you're driving down a highway and if you turn the wheel and, and it could be anywhere from two degrees to 90 degrees, right? According to Joe Biden, because he's yeah. a mathematical genius, um, like everything else, uh, that, that you can never turn back and get on, get in the same path ever. Right. Like what, what does it, what does it even mean? Well, maybe he's yeah. not driven for a while, but between no. you and me, well, who doesn't take a 90 degree turn on the interstate, right? I mean, I, it happens every day, right? It's, I mean, it's safe. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get into the economics because he talks so much about that. Oh, you and mean Bidenomics. The Bidenomics. And there's several things we need to break down. And you did a great, again, a great video on Bidenomics. Thank Can you. you tell me what you believe Bidenomics to be? Utter failure. <laughs> 
that's, that's the um you know Bi- bidenomics is you know um joe Bi- joe biden like just today yeah they they put out a video um the democrat i think the democrats put it out they posted it on twitter uh from a speech yesterday where biden is saying uh that you know bidenomics is about jobs and we've created so many jobs and uh, but but in the video, they they show Trump saying that his one of his main priorities is jobs, jobs, jobs. Right. And and then they show that Trump lost the most jobs during his presidency. And it's like, um, yeah, there was a little thing called the global pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> it's not it's not that his policies, you know, destroyed jobs. Right. It was it was, you know, a worldwide event. But then when but then when inflation goes high under Biden, it's like, oh, everybody has inflation. <laughs> we're we're and we're handling it the best. So it's all it's all spin. And um, economics is is a complete BS. And he stopped uh, some reporter a while back uh, when he was asked this question. And he, and he basically said, uh, well, you know, when I came into office, you, you remember how bad it was like yeah, the economy was was reeling. The pandemic was raging and, and, you know, if you look at the numbers, uh, the, I, I, I don't know the, the exact figure, yeah. but, uh, but if you're going to say, oh, well, I created the most jobs ever, like in, in, in the first two years of my presidency, than than a president in four years, um, Trump had, there were more jobs created, they were recovered, but created under Trump during his last six months and three months than any other president in history. Right. You know, but I mean, but that's dishonest. Right. And, and that's the same thing. Most of the jobs like Joe Biden says it's 13 point whatever million jobs. He's created new jobs. They're not new jobs. It's people going back to work. Right. From the pandemic, you know? And and so, and this is, I, I, I don't consider what you do as political at all. I think it's simply examining the reality in which we live and, and putting it into context. And uh, I think that's important. And I don't understand how people on the left have become so detached from the reality in which we live, how facts are not facts, how stats are not stats, how you can allow a president in the form of Joe Biden to literally lie constantly. And I remember the old days, I, you know, I was, uh, I advised the Trump administration in several areas. And I remember in the old days, Sean Spicer and the other spokesman just getting pilloried over any little thing that Trump said that was an opinion. I mean, oh, it's a lie. No, it's an opinion. No, it's an interpretation. But in Biden's case, especially on Bidenomics and some of the other things he he tries to to focus on and state, he basically flat out lies. It's almost remember you're 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 young enough or old enough to remember the X Files. Remember the X Files? They used to have. Uh, uh, apology is policy. In this case, it's lying is policy, I think, in the beginning. And that's all it is. It's lies. But nobody nobody is willing to talk about this except you. I mean, well, you know, the the media cover for Joe Biden in in such a uh, a blatant way. Yeah. For, for example, um, the Washington Post, they had they had like an entire division uh, that was dedicated to you know, to Trump, like yeah. all things Trump. And they have a, a running tally of his lies and misleading statement. Yeah. 
and it it's something like 30,000 lies which which is it and if you look at them if you actually look at at each one it's it's all complete it's it's ridiculous right. it's you know it's like oh um you know trump said he didn't you know tr trump was like uh, saying that he was that he had meetings one day and he was having meetings at bedminster and and then the Washington Post goes, no, he was playing golf. It's like, according to this Instagram, it's like, well, wait, you can have meetings. First of all, golf was practically invented for meetings. <laughs> so, True. you know, why, you know, why are like, why is this misleading or a lie? But in the meantime, Joe Biden, uh, and this is one of the only things that they've really uh said anything about they've given him a bottomless pinocchio on you know him saying i've you know i've lowered the deficit by 1.7 trillion dollars which is absolutely not true yeah um but but instead of having a running tally they were like we're, we're going to do it for the first hundred days and see where it goes and then i mean you you'd think that they would care that that care. there would be any kind of journalistic integrity under it's like no we're we well we covered it for a hundred days and that's fine that's all we need to do it's like there there would be ten thousand of these lies if they covered Joe Biden with the same energy but they won't because they're they're hand in hand with each other well the energy thing we'll get to in a second but let's go to the next topic on my list of things. To, it, this is kind of a, a fanboy re review of some of your b best stuff, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. Math yeah. is hard. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about math is hard. So why is math so hard for Joe Biden and his folks? Uh, be, well, because they keep moving the goalposts. <laughs> You know, uh, it, it's like, when, for, for example, when you have uh, two quarters of negative GDP, that's officially a recession. Right. And they came out and they're like, oh, no, 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 no. It's it's different. It's different because um, there's other indicators. It's like it's it's supposed to be measured broadly. And it's like if it was Trump, they'd be they'd be screaming that it was a recession. Right. But they're they're just so dishonest. And the same thing with, uh, you know, we we lowered the the deficit. No, you didn't lower anything because pandemic and uh, pandemic spending stopped, and so we spent less in the in the next year than we spent the previous year. That's what a deficit is. Yeah, but there would have been a, a giant uh, uh, lowering of the deficit. But Joe Biden decided he wanted to spend another two trillion dollars in in stimulus and infrastructure and all this stuff, and and it would have been an even bigger decline. But he's like, oh, we we lowered one point seven trillion dollars. It's like, okay, fine. If it's so easy, do it again next year, right? And because they're spinning it, they're 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 dishonest. It's not that they're bad at math. It's just that they're they're liars. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and that's where I had real issues, and I've had several other guests on to to include members of Congress. We had um, uh, Eli uh, uh, Crane on uh, just a few days ago. I've talked to Andy Biggs, uh, uh, Scott Perry, uh, and and uh, several folks. Uh, I'll be wow, doing Mr. some name dropper. No, and and Tom Massey. I mean, no, I advise these guys. I mean, back in the old days, I'm kidding, back. I'm no, I mean, no, because I, I, I used to work with Walter Jones, the late Walter Jones. God rest his soul. Walter and I were very close friends, and uh, I advised the Freedom Caucus on 
national security stuff. So I know a lot of these guys. So anyway, and I think, I think we're going to, did we have Thomas? Anyway, it all blurs together. Thomas Massey is going to come on. We're going to do something with Thomas. And one of the things I've known, and I, I do believe that the economy, our economic interests and success is linked directly to national security. Trump made that point. Well, I used to do things all the time with several members of his economic team talking about the link between national security and uh, our, our global interests. And uh, boy, we could go down that rabbit hole with uh, Blinken and uh, Janet Yellen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, uh, who is like, do, do they pick people who look like garden gnomes to be senior representatives in certain, like she and, and Fauci? I wonder who would be a, the better garden gnome. I'm just, I don't know if I should ask that question. I might get in trouble. We might get in trouble for that. I don't answer that. Don't answer that. So don't, I mean, I think I think Fauci would be a better garden gnome because he's got a better nose for it. If you if you're going to be a garden gnome, you should have the right nose. I don't think Janet has the right nose, but I digress. Let's get back. I remember, by the way, when uh, this is a few years ago, this is maybe like 2015, yeah. where uh, Janet Ellen was on stage and she had like a mini stroke or something. Do you remember that? I do remember that. Yeah. And and nobody says anything about it. It wasn't it wasn't no. even a big story. It was just like, oh, oops, you know, it's, she's fine. You know, just like Joe Biden's fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And the whole, uh, every time he does something, it's like the whole, I, I think you were talking about the bag on stage, the, uh, the black bag recently, one of your videos going through who put that bag on the stage, you know, all the, yeah. the recriminations. Yeah. The, it was, um, CNN. So Joe, yeah. for, for your audience, Joe Biden was, uh, at the air force Academy giving a speech. He was, uh, and then he was walking to go back to his seat mm-hmm. and he tripped over a sandbag that was, uh, holding his, um, his teleprompter in place. Yes. And so the news media barely covered it. And on CNN, they said it was a misplaced sandbag. Misplaced. Yeah. Really? I didn't, I didn't realize that the thing that was holding the teleprompter down was, was misplaced. Where, where was it supposed to be? And, and then, uh, there's all these conspiracy theories from, from, um, people on Twitter that go, Oh, wow. It's, I mean, you don't know. I'm sure that, that some of his details, some of his secret service detail are mega and they did it on purpose and they I, didn't I move out of the way. And like, are you, you people are nuts. You people are cranks. <laughs> well, that's a thing. So, and you have Jean-Luc Picard, Picard uh, Marie, whatever her name is. The <laughs> Corinne Jean-Pierre. <laughs> oh, that's right. Sorry. I keep thinking I, I, she looks so much like Jean-Luc Pierre. I can barely distinguish uh, him. You know she, I mean? She make it so number one. Awful. So and you, by, by the way, just yeah. to, to digress for a second. Yeah. Uh, I think that, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre is uh, the press secretary that she's gone soon because they they've um, they've been holding other press gaggles and stuff with other people within the community. Well, no, I know John Kirby and I've seen John, you know, John is smoother than, than Sean Luke is. I mean, well, uh, they all Corrine need, Jean-Luc. you know, none of them need binders. Like they may, maybe yeah. refer to notes real quick, but uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, she can't answer a question without reading her answer. Uh, and, and like uh, uh, Olivia Dalton, who's the like like the principal assistant uh, press secretary, she yeah. was she, like she was just looking like directly at at reporters and answering their questions. Didn't even refer to the binder because she knows her stuff. You know, right. she's in Biden world. She she I mean, a lot of it's lies, obviously. 
but she knows what she's supposed to talk about. Kareen, she's too busy being a historic figure uh, <laughs> that that she she doesn't have time to prepare. Event uh, uh, obviously, but everybody so, else like Kirby's Kirby's smooth. Uh, everybody, a- Andrew Tate's smooth or not Andrew Tate? She's uh, yeah. Andrew Bates. Andrew Tate. Could you imagine? Well, <laughs> well, I was told John was sent over. John Kirby was sent over to help uh, shore things up, and uh, I, I got to say he. I, he, he, you have to admit, Andrew, he's got the snappiest ties. I mean, he, he could be a <laughs> madman walk on, you know, he could have been there with Don Draper uh, sipping. Maybe he does. Maybe he does actually, you know, martinis between takes. I don't Maybe. know. I don't know. So, but with that said, let's get back on some of the things that, that we're, we're talking about relating to the administration. Um, this is a difficult question for me to ask you. When did the Russians invade Iraq, and why are they not doing well? <laughs> I, I just want to know, Andrew, because since you're, they, the senior, you're the senior analyst on the internet, I want to find out why. why they're, lo- they're losing because they, the Russians are losing because they can't capture the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. Yeah. And and they're they're losing the war in uh, in Iraq because... They're not there. I don't know. Just Joe Biden is that was trend that was trending pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, you know, and Biden screws up on the daily. He, oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, just yesterday he was slurring where he was saying that the computer chips are made out of redwood minerals. Like, <laughs> like what? Are you kidding yeah. me? Uh so you know, so when whenever he uh, you know, I, I think whenever he says like Iraq. And stuff that some of it's like muscle memory because he probably said Iraq a billion times while he was a senator. Uh, but Joe Joe Biden just can't. He he's just so out of it. Yeah, he doesn't real and he doesn't real when he says that 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 Putin's losing the war in Iraq and it, he doesn't it doesn't occur to him that he just said something stupid. He just thinks, right. yep, that that's that's right. Of course, I'm so- right. Yeah, I know. And it's like the like um, I was equally baffled when, you know, they buried at the time of taping this. Uh, they had buried over the Fourth of July weekend, the Afghanistan uh, after action report by the State uh, Department. The, fr- the 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 classic Friday afternoon news dump. Yeah. Yeah. And, and according to Joe Biden, well, I told you all the Taliban would help us. I what? What? Yeah, he he said he, he said I told you uh, that that Al Qaeda wouldn't be there. Al Qaeda is there, according oh, yeah. to the UN. They are, um, and they're actually using Afghanistan as a um, as as like a launching point. They are for their attacks, <laughs> and he's like, I told you they wouldn't be there, and that the Taliban would help. The Taliban helped, all right. They helped, all right. They helped uh, murder. 13 of our service members, right. but you know, I mean, I, I guess in that respect, he's right. But the people, people asked, they said, well, what did he mean? And he's like, well, we're just going to let the president's words stand. Like what, what does that even, what? what? Well, that's the thing. It's like uh, Afghanistan has become the Disneyland for terrorists because of all the gear we left. And the, the Taliban is, are, is running out our gear and selling it off to other folks who are not mm-hmm. friendly to us. And uh, it's become essentially, you know, if you want the, you know, the e-ticket uh, to learn how to kill Americans, go to Afghanistan. They'll teach you because, uh, you know, some of the folks now in the Taliban were actually serving and trained by us. You know, it's good. You know, I guess, you know, in many ways, Andrew, it's better that we train those folks 
that are going to kill us. You know, don't you think? I mean, it just kind of straight. It's it's just shortens the cycle. It's and when someone efficient. like, yeah, I mean, it's just like Joe Biden leaves the fourth largest uh, military uh, on the on the on the ground and just uh, goes off and does things. You know, what the hell? What the hell? Why does it matter? You know. Well, the the, the thing that gets me, um, you you get Biden defenders that go, well, the plan was that uh, Trump Trump set the plan in motion to leave Afghanistan and yeah. Biden couldn't do it. He couldn't do anything about it. He couldn't stop the plan. He couldn't do anything. Yeah. But in the meantime, Biden changes Trump's plans all the time. You know, so, plan on the border, uh, the, the vaccine plan or like, oh, Biden, it, Trump didn't have a plan. Like, no, he did. He just had a different plan that you didn't like or you didn't right. agree with. So the last chapter of Operation Dark Heart, my first book, is a path to victory. And it was something that parts of it they did use. As a matter of fact, I, my, my, I advised Mike Pompeo when he was over at CIA. This this came up before he went over to state. And, yeah, I, I, feel, I felt very strongly it was time for us to leave Afghanistan. But I can tell you by the fact that I was involved in the planning, Andrew, that it was a condition, conditioned, conditions-based withdrawal with benchmarks that were clearly uh, established and military overwatch, which if you read the report, mm -hmm. military overwatch wasn't included. It's like, yeah, you deleted it, Joe. I mean, it was there when the plan, but you guys decided to use it. So Chris wanted to play. Chris, you want to play the, the segment? Mr. President, you want to be a failure in Afghanistan? Mistakes. There was a there was a report on Afghanistan withdrawal saying there was failure, mistakes. Do you want to meet? There was mistakes during the withdrawal and before. No, no. All the evidence is coming back there. Remember what I said about Afghanistan? I said Al Qaeda would not be there. <laughs> they wouldn't be there. I said we'd get help from the Taliban. What's happening now? What's going on? Read your press. I was right. Thanks. I feel that Joe Biden probably says what's happening, what's going on, like, like all day, every day. Yeah. I, so I, this is a, a trick question. So I actually testified before Joe Biden in, in the Senate Judiciary Committee on able danger, the thing I was a whistleblower on years ago. So, I, but the question is this, uh, uh, when one eulogizes the grand cyclops of the KKK. Does that taint you for life as someone who basically is a white supremacist? Because according to the left, if, if, if someone on the conservative side uh, once, once um, had commented favorably when they were 10 years old that, hey, those uh, German uniforms on Hogan's Heroes, those are pretty snappy. All of a sudden, you're permanently a, 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 a Nazi supporter. But on the left, apparently, oh, no, uh, the, the senator in question reformed. Like, really? He reformed? So that's OK to eulogize someone? I mean, how is it that this, they have that level of this? I mean, it's like the standard. The, the, I mean, as my friend Chris Plant always says, if, if not for double standards, the, the left would have no standards at all. So mm -hmm. that's very, very true. I mean, but and and it's it's cliche at, at this point. But, yeah, it's they. If this was Trump, if Trump left left Afghanistan in in that regard, I mean, oh my God, it would be, yeah. you know, I mean, it, the only the only thing, out, I mean, and nobody's gotten fired, nobody's taken nope. any kind of accountability, but uh, but Joe Biden's polling has never recovered 
since since then. I mean, it 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 was uh it it went below fifty percent, and has never gotten even close to that number. So, well, but that's the point. That's the last thing I want to bring up because we only got a few minutes left. Is the fact that will they? The left, will the Democrats want him to run again? Because one of the things you did is you observed that he said the same thing in a speech, eight minutes apart. Uh, yeah, he, he's a one-man Groundhog Day. So talk about that a little bit, because I thought it was brilliant when you discovered that, and nobody else said a thing about it. Nobody to this day. Is it, yeah, uh, he he basically, you know, we were talking about how he goes, oh, inflection points, right? Uh, you know, let let me you know, an inflection point. Is when you're is like what my physics professor would say is when you're driving down the road at 50 miles an hour and blah 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 blah. But then eight minutes later, he he goes, yeah, I really believe it. I really believe we're at an inflection point. And you know, an inflection point is you know my professor used to say that an inflection point, and he starts he starts describing what an inflection point is again when he just did it, and nobody goes, yeah, that's weird. That's that's awful. Like like, is he okay? Did he literally? Did he forget? Did he forget that he just explained what an inflection point is? And it's not that he was he was driving a point home. It's not like he's like like I said before. An inflection point. Like he just his brain stopped, and then he started explaining it again. Right. Right. Because because he's because first of all, I think he's probably told that inflection point. Uh, anecdote like a million times so it's probably like muscle memory at but this the point. thing was though but it was in the same speech it was it was like it's the same it, speech yeah it's like this minutes apart like uh you know literally like groundhog day oh by mm -hmm. the way you know so 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 my my last question we have to wrap it up here is like do you think they're really going to push biden to run uh, are you do you think he's going to be the candidate that they're going to put forward to challenge whoever comes to on the republican side well according to twitter <laughs> According to Twitter, uh, you know, that that cocaine that was found in the White House, that was maybe planted by MAGA, uh, you know, Secret Service agents to make Biden look bad because the, MAGA will do anything to win in 2024. Well, I'm not even kidding. People yeah. are actually making they're they're actually I saw that. No, I saw your video on this. Yeah. Well, and, you know, Andrew, this is the biggest mystery since the Lindbergh, Lindbergh baby was uh, kidnapped. You know, I mean, you know, uh, yeah. nobody knows who it is. I'm sure it wasn't. Um, it it's not the most obvious suspect. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm so I, sure. The balcony sweating on the balcony, and the they can't. Of, and they can't even rule him out. They can't. Can you? Can you go? Hey, was this what? Can you rule out that this wasn't a member, uh, a Biden member, uh, family member's uh, bag? Um, you know, we're just not going to comment on that right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I. But honestly, I don't. Uh, t I will answer your question in a second, but I do not think that we're ever going to find out whose it is. I think they're going to say something. They're going to make up some excuse about national security or something. Uh, they're, they're not, nobody, nobody's going to go to jail. No, you know, it, they're, they're just, they might elude that. It so might this is, so what you're telling me, Andrew, this is going to be like the grassy knoll moment in the JFK assassination. They aren't there. We're never, we're never going to find out. It's never going to, they're, they're never going to write it down. Uh, but it's, it, we're, we're, we're never going to, that's my prediction. All but right. Well, that's good. Hard, well, hard we got to wrap up for the first half here. Uh, we're uh, just wrapping up the first half of the, uh, the hard truth, Tony Schaefer. We'll be back real soon with part two. 
Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. This is part two of The Hard Truth. Tony Schaefer, powered by Six Hour Never Settle. I didn't. You shouldn't. Uh, I had a choice of what I carried in combat. I always carried the best. The best always is Six Hour. So, and Andrew also seconds that since he is a Six Hour person as well. Uh, yep. By the way, uh, you, you don't have to be, you can be any flavor of person to carry. Six Hour is non-denominational. Uh, they don't care anything about any race, creed, color. You know, just like Major Kong in uh, in uh, dr strange love you know we we welcome all so it's it's a great thing we are on the america out loud talk radio network also available on the america out loud podcast network check us out project sentinel.net londoncenter.org uh and facebook twitter youtube rumble etc 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 and of course our always shout out to sheree curry 
I'm wearing one of her T-shirts today from when she was in Japan. Cherie Curry does our, our bumper music, uh, Rock and Roll Oblivion. And man, do we feel like we're in oblivion sometimes. And we're back with Andrew. Don't walk, run. And man, is he running today? Uh, he's yeah. doing a great job of, uh, you know, we're kind of doing a, 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 a I, I just love his stuff. So we're just kind of going through some of his most recent stuff and talking about it. And we're joined by the effervescent and uh, never cantankerous uh, Chris Cordani as running the board. I glow. That's what I do. <laughs> he glows. It's the behind the scenes stuff. You don't want to hear the uh, the, the the factory working back. That's here. right. He glow. He, they don't call him Chernobyl as his nickname for nothing. I'm just. <laughs> we don't need to see how the sausage is made. <laughs> <laughs> so here we are. So uh, we were just talking with Andrew about a number of of things that relate to to, to all things Team Biden. And, uh, you know, one of the things I think I'd like to pick up with, Andrew, and, and Chris can kind of jump in and I, I think direct us a little bit, is that um, within the context of everything you do, uh, you lay out, I think, the the most rational and cogent uh, analysis in a way that people who are, are not political can understand it. And and I, I know I I, uh, I actually speak with Democrats on a regular basis, Democrats which have not lost their mind. Um, I was advising Tulsi Gabbard long before she left the Democrat Party because my friend, crazy Dennis Kucinich, uh, I love Dennis, don't take that wrong way, Dennis, uh, asked me to advise her because he said, basically, look, uh, she's willing to listen. And I think that's the thing. You, you create conditions for people, I think, who would not necessarily think politically to listen. So, you know, we, we do appreciate you joining us today and helping us, uh, well, you thank know, kind you. of educate folks. Uh, you know, one, once people get past my delivery and my, your delivery is great. People love you know, your delivery. Uh, like pe- people, people need to get used to that. I think no, um, I love your delivery. Do, once they do, uh, you know, like I, I try and, uh, present things in a straightforward way and, and, you know, look, I'm, I'm very critical of the Biden administration, obviously, uh, but you know, I've been critical on on Trump too. I think yeah, Trump me too. Bunch of me too. Dumb stuff too. So you know, it's you know, I I like to be fair, and I'm definitely there's one there's one thing that I don't do that that uh, you know others in in the sphere on the they I don't lie and I don't take things out of context. I might right. take something out of context as a joke, and it's obvious that it's a joke, but I'm never gonna take a Biden quote and make it into something that he didn't really say right right no i get that yeah i I hate i hate the dishonesty you know i don't think i i mean you can you can uh win by being dishonest i mean look that's that's what the democrats did in 2020 but right uh you know there has to be a little bit of integrity and and if other people do it i'm not gonna i'm not really gonna go out of my way and say hey no you're wrong biden (laughs) he didn't really mean to say that or whatever so, uh, yeah, I try, I try to be a, as honest and, and, and be, and have integrity, unlike a lot of people. So, so, uh, if you want to check out my channel, I appreciate it. And, and well, Tony, we're, yeah, we're trying to promote your channel. I love your channel. And, and, I, and again, know. long before uh, we, we met, uh, which we met over the balloon issue, which is ironic, yeah. I think in many ways. So, um, and yes, we did have the option. Uh, we had technology that we could have brought it down safely way earlier on. And it was a political choice to not do anything about it. Mm-hmm. And as we, you know, we, we talked about at the time, I think you were, you know, we, we talked about this and I said, we're going to come to find it was actually doing collection. They couldn't stop it. They did all these things and allowed it to happen. They knew it. They knew it. And they let it, and they lied to us, you know, 
about the whole thing. So, you know. well, Tony, thank you again for helping oh. me out with that because, uh, you know, I had, I definitely had questions about, uh, what was going on, like why we let a spy balloon traverse the, the entire United States. And yeah. then, and then their talking point was, Oh, well it happened under Trump too. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, no it, it didn't. didn't. That's a lie. That's a blatant lie. And, and also like, why, why couldn't have we shot it down over Montana or why didn't we, we could. like, or like what you pointed out was that, you know, we had, uh, non-lethal we had technology. laser technology where we yep. could have basically poked a hole in the balloon and brought it down, you know, like gradually, gradually. Yeah. And, and I thought, and I thought there was a great point. You, you were, you were so, uh, informative to me in that video. So I really appreciate it, you know, because I liked, I like to get things right. Yeah. And, and you helped me do that. So I, well, thank you. Well, well, but this thing is you, 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 to that point, you, you were very careful about simply stating the facts for what they are, not what people want them to be. I don't get into hyperbole. Right. Uh, for, for the most part, you know, I do, I do get angry, you know, and I do, you know, but I, I don't really, and sometimes you, you can see it, my emotions get, I'm just like, I just can't believe that I'm, that I have to talk about this, you know, like over and over again. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I, I don't blow things out of proportion and I do try and present the facts. And, you know, like right now there's, there, there's a lot of, uh, talk about what's happening with the white house and the cocaine, cocaine gate. Yeah. And, and there's also, and, and actually here's, here's another thing. Uh, yeah. I'm covering, I'm in the process of making a video about all these banking transactions. Ah, yes. Biden family. But I, but I'm waiting for more records to come out from the oversight committee because I want to get it right. And I also don't want my video to be irrelevant like a week later. Right. You know, no, I know I wants that. Now. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, but I, I should point something out to you though. Yeah. Uh, what I want to, what I want to throw at you is uh, as, as the cocaine, as far as the cocaine issue, <laughs> did you notice when uh, Karine Jean-Pierre was uh, mm-hmm. doing the press conference, she kept answering, well, I don't want to comment on that because we don't want to comment on this and everything else like that. We don't want to comment because the Secret Service is, is it's under the purview of the Secret Service. <laughs> but if you notice, she snuck in the, well, it could have been, it could have been a visitor. She, she actually snuck in the possibility. She floated the idea that it could have been a visitor. So somebody would take that and hopefully run with it. But Which she kept did. saying they weren't going to comment on that yet. Officially, unofficially, it's well, it could have been a visitor. Right. Oh, also, it's it's a very it's a heavily trafficked area. Is it really? Is it really? So I mean, trafficked in what? Cocaine? Well, well, let me ask that question. So that's the next question. So so let me ask you, Andrew. You're very good about kind of prescience. Are we going to find a dead prostitute in the White House next? Uh, I'm sure we have, and it's been covered up. <laughs> well, I'm just maybe history will repeat itself, you know, and they'll yeah. they'll be looking for whoever killed the dead prostitute too. Just saying. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with that. I mean, if the Bidens want to do that, I'm just you know, I guess that's okay. I thought, I thought the Democrats' uh, mo was to just uh, throw them in the water and drive them into the water and swim away. Well, God. I don't think they have any big cars that can drive off. Well, no, I guess they do. Don't don't tempt people, Chris. The, the no. Memorial Bridge, just saying that that's a pretty big bridge, and they don't drive very well. So you know, anything <laughs> is possible in Washington. So well, let's well, get go. So, Chris, anything else you want to bring up? I know you had some questions and stuff. So well, there there are a lot of things that uh, we wanted to discuss. I did note that you discussed. We we did play the soundbite from. Uh, from Joe Biden. I was going to add this to Tony's takes, but I want to throw this at you a little bit early. 
One thing I took away from the entire press conference or whatever he uh, discussed here, it wasn't a press conference. He was just making some kind of speech about how great Bidenomics was. Then he got the questions toward the end and you saw him walk off. First, one of the things that should stick out to most anybody is when he said to the reporter, read your press. Yes. The idea to me that said, it doesn't matter what the truth is because I'm going to tell you what to tell people. And that will be the truth that I want you to believe. Yeah. And what that means is, oh, you're not paying attention to what we're telling you to say, essentially, you know, that that's what that means. Yeah. You're supposed to run defense for him, I suppose. I mean, everybody was really hard on him about Afghanistan, but rightfully so, rightfully so, but it faded, you know, that, that anger and the investigation of like people, the, the journalistic curiosity about about how things should have gone how things you know like why things went badly it just like you know two weeks later it's like oh okay we're on to the next thing yeah and they they do this all the time remember remember the baby formula yeah shortages uh, oh, joe biden was supposedly he was supposedly allegedly uh told weeks before months before that there was going to be a problem and he didn't do anything about it and he didn't react. And they're like, well, who, who told him who was advising him? And they're like, oh, we can't say we're not telling you. And, and the press was really angry about it for, yeah. for a little while. And then, you know, Kareen was basically like, I'm putting up a wall. I'm not answering. <laughs> questions. And then they just moved on to the next thing or, Hey, who told Joe Biden that there was a dead Congresswoman in the audience who, who said, cause he's like, Hey, where's, Where's Jackie? Is Jackie here? It's like, no, she died. Like she died. Like we're here celebrating her death live. And he's like, oh, she, he, she, she was on top of mind. Like, what does that mean? You know, it's, it's embarrassing for the press these days because for the last few years, they've been running defense for Joe Biden, no matter what happened, no matter what he does, they've been helping the Democrats beat Trump uh, as far as having, and rarely asking questions about Joe Biden being hidden uh, underground during the campaign. And of course, this still happens. His handlers keep him as far away from questions as possible. I guess it was a few months ago where they're finally getting upset and saying, we can't do anything here. Everybody's on to us and we can't even feign journalism by ask, while we ask Joe Biden questions because nobody's letting us ask Joe Biden questions. Right. Well, well, there's Steve. So there's Peter Ducey, though. Peter does a pretty good job. And uh, I haven't seen him lately, by the way, too. I mean, I wonder I was just if thinking that actually I've seen a yeah, lot of, of the press conferences. No, I should send him a note. I, I, I know him from the old Fox days and he's a good guy. He's a good kid. I mean, I, you know, his, his dad is Steve Ducey from Fox and friends and Peter is developing his, uh, but he seems like these is like three people, four people who will ask the hard questions. And it seems like they're always distance from i mean they just don't want him in the room if they can avoid having him there like they they never uh kareen never calls on james rosen no 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 <laughs> i know my friend never, james i know james yeah so yeah, like she will not uh, talk to james. kirby will answer questions from him and then he usually like doesn't answer them and just like walks out of the room he's like yeah i can't do yeah, this i saw that with james, yeah. yeah uh and that's that's happened more than once with the james rosen question peter by the way, uh, Edmund from uh real clear politics yeah uh he steve Steve Portnoy from uh, CBS News Radio, believe it or not, he he does pretty good. Like he he actually asks some really uh, good questions. Like he he did uh, the last, uh, I guess I guess yesterday or the day before with the uh, with the cocaine 
gate. And he's like, wait, yeah. why, so why can't you answer these questions? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Here's another question. I, I, I want to throw this at you guys. Who asks more questions, the press or Corinne Jean-Pierre? Because every time she answers, she sounds like she's asking a question. That's what she does. She really does. <laughs> the up speaks annoying. I can't stand it. Okay. I've always, I could never stand it. I don't like it when uh, Senator Gillibrand, I, I'm from New York, so I have to listen to Sen Senator Gillibrand when she's allowed to talk. Watching her is fun, but it gets annoying after a while. Oh, I so, miss Jen Psaki, honestly. Oh, yeah, know, yeah. At, least, at least Jen, you know, I mean, it's the same. They're spewing the same lies, but at least she she can actually speak English. She doesn't, uh, uh, like, like, Karine Jean-Pierre grew up in Queens, right? Yeah. Like, I don't understand why she, why she uh, confuses has with had with hat with have like she can't she doesn't she can't speak properly it's it's no. bizarre like if you're going to bring somebody in for your communications department they should be able to at least like speak the english language it's well that's crazy that's why she's historic because she can't speak the english language that makes her his, hysteric. Uh, historic figure hysteric. So, hysteric it's so figure. weird it's so, <laughs> i think she's gone soon uh so, i think we're going to replace her with olivia dalton but that's that's my prediction bookmark it you, you heard it here first. Not Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Dalton, no, right? Olivia Ooh. Dalton, the print, yeah. the current principal assistant uh, White House press secretary. I, How many I boxes does she check off, though? Uh, she's a white mom. Mm. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, I assume that she's straight, so she's got everything going uh, against her. But <laughs> Well, is there any chance you think that John Kirby is going to announce a transition to being a girl and maybe he would check a couple of boxes that way? <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, it, you know, it maybe someone says, hey, John, by the way, you can be uh, historic you by be being the, the first. Figure. Yeah. He's a Navy guy. So those, you know, I'm saying, I'm not saying Navy guys all do that stuff, but I'm saying he is Navy. Just saying he's a retired admiral. So I mean, he's, he's, um, he's actually pretty good in the press briefing. Um, and uh, who's, I mean, th there was, there was some, consideration that that maybe he was he was going to kind of be like a co-host with kareen that he was going to be there every day to, like to just to kind of take the load off of her they, they uh, could have been a great have kirby Rowan and martin they could have been a great Rowan. And martin. <clears throat> yeah they, they have kirby for that they would anyway. have been great i don't know why they didn't do that i would have i would have paid to see that yeah. what we do have what we do have now is tony's takes oh boy and tony's takes is powered by sig sour never right. settle never settle so let's do it this way we're going to make right. it Tony and Andrew's takes. All Let's right. Have some more fun. It'll be fun. Let's start here. The far left and the collective's leader, Joe Biden, are still and will continue to scream about the Supreme Court's elimination of the student loan forgiveness plan. In fact, Biden said he still has a plan to make it happen. However, the real problem is the high cost of education versus the return on investment. That's what I say. I say those who are conned into getting those subpar PC studies, poli sci, or professional activist degrees should not have their loans forgiven. They should demand refunds from these diploma mills for selling them of substandard product. What's your take? Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I, Chris, Joe Biden's going to take some of that $113 billion, <laughs> bundle it up in small bags, and put $10,000 packets on all the students' porches. It's, it's going to be like Christmas, like a, a Santa Claus delivery of $10,000 out of the you know, and it'll be quietly done because it, it's a lot less to pay off the students than pay off Zelensky. Just saying. Andrew, over to you. <laughs> from, from the Pentagon in, into, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the whole, there, this could be an hour-long segment, but, uh, oh, yeah. you know, these, uh, these borrowers haven't had to pay anything 
uh, three for over three years now. And they're and 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 Biden keeps saying, oh, well, uh, they're you know, we're trying to give them a little bit of breathing room. It's like they've had three years of breathing room and they right. don't have with no interest, by the way. Right. And then you're like and their, their excuse is, well, the Republicans, they snatched it away. Oh, and yeah. now they won't be able to buy houses yeah, or start businesses. And it's like, OK, wait, if you couldn't pay off your student loan, how are you expected to pay off your mortgage? Yeah. Who's buying a house if they can't pay off their student debt? That's that's ridiculous. They're like, oh, well, this money is going to go back in the economy. It's like, yeah, they're going to go on vacations and stuff. They're not going to do they're 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 just going to waste their money. You know, they're going to take advantage. It's all ridiculous. What is it? And there was one of these Hillary Clinton staffers who's now a, a assembly person or something in New York where she lives in a one point eight million dollar home was bemoaning. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like, oh, yes. are you kidding me? I mean, what? Uh, yeah, the, the spoiled ones just uh, can't seem to pay their. I, I, yeah, that that doesn't make any sense. What really bothers me is these. I, I still believe these young people are condensed of believing there's some kind of career in activist studies that'll make them a lot of money, where they can just throw tuition hand over fist to these uh, to, to these. I'll call them diploma mills for a piece of paper that just says they were indoctrinated. Yeah, nothing. The federal government should not be giving money. Willy-nilly. Thank you. No, right? I, what, they, what they need to do is say, hey, oh, you want to be an electrician? Uh, or, well, maybe not in college, but uh, let's say you, you want to do, you know, whatever. Not not like gender studies. Like, a, sorry, uh, we can't, ex- you know, we, we can't accept <laughs> your, your uh, loan proposal. You know, it's like if, if you, there's if there's no return on investment for so many of these no. uh, uh-huh. colleges. And, of course, the colleges are super expensive because – they know that the federal government is going to give them all the money right. that they need. So, as, the, and they're right. not the problem. Even if they, even if they relieved everybody's debt, like if they just completely wiped it out, it doesn't address the problem. And you're gonna, we're gonna start accumulating more and more debt, you know, in the next in the next few decades. Well, so that's what, it's, it's, just need just need to stop. Yeah, Reagan said, if the, that what you subsidize, you're going to get more of. And that's exactly, you know, you're going to get more expensive education. That means absolutely nothing. But to that point, Andrew, I mean, this is something that that I, I'm, I've been looking in the Constitution. And where does it say that the federal government can actually do things to focus, give loans to people to go to school? I don't see that in there. I don't understand where it says in the Constitution, the government can tell me what car to buy or incentivize what car I buy or what light bulb I can use for light. I, I don't see that anywhere in there, but somehow the federal government does all this stuff. It's just amazing. So this is, this is why, uh, I mean, and for, for every policy change about light bulbs, you know, that there's like a hundred government employees behind that. Exactly. You know, we're spending way too much money on, on everything. It's like it, Joe Biden talks about, oh, I lowered spending. Like, no, you didn't. No. You didn't do anything. Uh, the same goes with the schools, though, gentlemen. Uh, if you look at the fact that these tuitions are raising and, and, the, and the cost of education is very high, you're finding that these, these gender studies professors are making six figures. They're tenured. You have huge DEI or whatever diversity departments in these schools that are overpaid. It, it, I call it the diversity industry. Because there are people who really can't function anywhere else. The government, or at least the far left portion of the government, has actually created this industry where it produces nothing except indoctrinated children to allow these policies to be pushed forth in, for decades to come. 
Right. These, this is a problem, but then they come out. Like when these kids come out and they realize that the jobs aren't there, uh, it doesn't matter to them because they're like, well, just follow us, vote for us, and we'll give you free money. And and also when the federal government gives money to um, uh, to universities, uh, you know, like Howard and stuff, it's like they don't need – they. Have you seen their endowments? They're like, oh, we we need Howard. It's very important to have an HBCU. It's like, um, maybe sixty years ago, maybe yeah. hundred years ago, it it was like a vital thing for for a certain type of uh, student. But you know, like, why do you need to give them millions and millions of dollars? Their endowments are huge. Right. Exactly. And it's like where, you know, you're what are what are we getting out of it? You know, it's just pandering. And, and it's, you know, we shouldn't be giving any money to any university, like period. Right. Well, it's to me, a private one. to me, so much, uh, look, I had, uh, I, I, uh, my college was paid for by the Ohio army national guard for the most part. I enlisted as an enlisted person, six years enlisted for four years of college. It was a great program. I had to work my ass off to get my degree, got a degree in environmental studies. So it makes me a, a, a credentialed expert, which the left hates because I constantly <laughs> dog them on the fact that they're not following science or politicizing and, and projecting their own uh, desires onto uh, the whiteboard they call green energy. By the way, Andrew, real quick question. How many uh, windmills does it take to build the dashboard of a Prius? You know? <laughs> I, can tell you I mean, I can tell uh, you how many it kills, how many it uh, takes uh, to the, kill. Well, the uh, answer is I, I, they, it, none of them, zero, because you, you can't, it, it, you can't, they produce nothing. Uh, and, you know, oil, the, you know, Texas tea, uh, that is what we use to produce plastics. And those are the things that go into all these cars. And so the, the fact is there's no such thing as green energy, but I digress. Oh, we yeah, when, when, you know, and I, I will uh, jump on that and say yeah. that uh, when, you know, when all these people, they want to end uh, petroleum, they want to end drilling. It's like, um, who do you like? Everything you you own is plastic, right? The, the case I know it's like iPhone, your iPhone, your computer, everything is plastic. Like you, like having having the the oil industry around is a good thing. And yeah. they'll, you know, like where are we gonna, what are we supposed to do? Oh, dig for lithium and like make everything out of lithium and get it from China? Like that's not even gonna be. It's 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 uh yeah okay i'm getting i'm getting off the deep end no here. me too i mean look i was in la recently and I, I was just driving downtown i'm sorry chris i know we're screwing up your your schedule here but i was in downtown uh i had to fly in and do some things with uh, the production company i work with and um i just was driving through la not walking you know o- only losers walk in la <laughs> nobody walks in la nobody walks in la uh, and that's true. So I'm driving through. It's like I'm looking around at all the cars. Literally, Andrew, you you know, I'm sure you've been out there. It's like there's no way they're going to switch one third of these cars to to electric by 2030. No way. No, no way. The grid can't handle it. You won't have charging stations. You have to build charging stations in houses. You have to have a uh, durability. So these things don't like die. I, I once died in a, in a Prius. I didn't die. The Prius died in the battery tunnel in New York, <laughs> a taxi. It's like, yeah. So those things happen, but it's just insane. And so the lunacy though, this has become their religion. This is like, and, uh, and even in New York, like think, think about, think about Manhattan. Yeah. Where are you going to park your 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 car to charge it? Yeah, you're you never know, going to have all the charging stations. No. Yeah, no. It, where, are you going to have power stations like at, at every single? It's not going to happen. It's it's a it's a it's a joke. It's a joke. They don't even think logically about it. 
You know, the only well, power stations that work have Robert Palmer singing for them. <laughs> <laughs> if, Andrew, if you haven't figured it out, we're big like music folks here on the show. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Andrew, it has been a true uh, pleasure and treat to have you here to 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 go through all of your your great presentations. And again, people need to walk, check you out, Andrew. Uh, don't walk, run. You're on Twitter. Uh, you you have your YouTube website. Uh, I always I, I get alerts. I actually do get your alerts, so I'm always looking forward to smoking a cigar and, and seeing what kind of, of of sanity you're attempting to to attribute to the Biden administration. So thank you for being here. If I change one person's uh, you know outlook uh, on something, then then I've done my job. But uh, but but thank thank you, Chris. Thank you, Tony, for having me on. I really appreciate it. It's a lot of fun. Thank you. Yeah. And Chris, we'll be back next week. And uh, thank you all for tuning in to The Hard Truth. And we'll see you again real soon.